0: Stunning new video is raising questions about the condition of rail cars involved in it, the fiery train derailment that happened last week in Ohio. Yeah, you may recall residents were forced to
1: temporarily leave their homes after the train derailed in East Palestine. I know they say it, Palestine is the way they say it there, earlier this month, uh, releasing hazardous chemicals. And the video on your screen now shows uh, that the train appeared to be on fire This is interesting, 20 miles before it reached the site where it actually went off the tracks, derailed. Now, the footage uh, on your screen is captured by a security camera at an equipment plant uh, in Salem, Ohio.
0: Let's bring in Erica Moke. She's a reporter for our Pittsburgh affiliate, KDK TV. Erica, what can you tell us about what this video is all about, what it shows, and what new questions does it raise? Yeah, so the video that you're seeing is from Butech Bliss, and as you mentioned, it's an industrial equipment facility. Um, you're seeing those sparks on a portion of the train, and as you mentioned, where this facility, where this video was shot, is about 20 miles from East Palestine where that derailment happened, right? So the camera, when the train is passing that camera, when this footage was captured, this was around... that evening. The derailment happened, as I mentioned, 20 miles later at around 8.55. So this brings up the question of, okay, when was the crew on board made aware that there was an issue? So this brings up the issue of the detectors, which are alongside the tracks. And these detectors are in place so that the crew on board knows if there is something that is malfunctioning, if there is something that they need to be aware of, because if they're aware of that, it's to help them avoid situations exactly like the one that we are talking about here. Now, I spoke to a retired Norfolk Southern Um, railroad engineer and he was saying that these detectors are placed about every 20 miles so we're right in that zone where we're questioning okay where was the detector when was the crew alerted to an issue we do know that the crew did get an alert so anytime there is an issue on the tracks that crew is alerted those detectors alert the crew on board and when there is an alert they do need to stop the train in some cases immediately. Now what this retired Norfolk Southern um, engineer was saying is that basically they were looking at in this video what could be considered a hot wheel these detectors can detect if there is some sort of difference in temperature, right? So he believes that if the detector was in the area where we're seeing that hot wheel, the crew should have been notified right away. The question is if it was hot enough at the time when it went over the detector to notify them in time, or if they had already gone over that detector in say Salem, the Salem area, um, before that wheel started to spark and get hot. Like I said, we do know that there was an alert that was passed on to the crew. But again, it comes down to the question of where that detector was, how quickly they were able to get that message and then ultimately stop that train. So those are the questions that are coming up now and definitely something that the the NTSB is looking into. They've talked with the crew members on board to see what alerts they got when they got them. And they'll also be reviewing um, inward facing cameras on that train and audio recorders to determine if their actions match up with what exactly they were supposed to be doing on that train when they get those alerts. Erica Mokai, thank you so much uh, for that thorough explanation. We'll, We'll stay tuned.
1: Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm Rose James Masson, and it is Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. Man, almost the end of February already. Can you believe that shit? Two months in, almost beginning the third month of the new year, and this story is really getting out of the hand very quickly as more and more disturbing developments come into play and shock horror what's that large corporate conglomerates and whatnot interfering and in funding and paying off government employees and agencies to look the other way well it seems to be the story of today let's get into this article norfolk southern piled ohio politicians with cash Almost exactly a month before Norfolk Southern train derailed and spewed hazardous materials in eastern Ohio, the company gave the maximum $10,000 to help bankroll Governor Mike DeWine's inaugural festivities. See, and I'm someone who gave DeWine a lot of credit because he 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 did some shit I really liked. Just starting with it right off the bat, he passed a uh, House Bill 99 got through. That was a uh, big thing he was lobbying for. He was the only governor to follow the <clears throat> the Uvalde school shooting by passing a by having a uh, a bill signed into into effect that allowed teachers to both carry concealed and open carry in the classrooms. It also allowed, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of taxpayer fundings being used for pretty much anything. I'm not really a fan of taxes to begin with. I, I'm of the opinion that if ten percent is good enough for God, it's more than good enough for the fucking government and anything more than that should be considered fucking charity at that point. But But part of how part of the Bill ninety nine in Ohio was taxpayer dollars could go towards teachers who would want training and would pay for a two day like, like basically a, a weekend gun safety training course, which Look, Second Amendment-related shit's very constitutional. If you're going to take people money, fucking put it somewhere, you might as well put it towards something that's at least, you know, roughly protected by the Constitution, and it makes kids safer in schools. Because, you know, I, I, I do have to admit, just, sorry, I know this is off-topic, but I have this conversation a lot. It's just, I, I don't understand the viewpoint of, well, less guns makes people more safe how in what universe exactly for example guns have no place in a school okay well let's say there's some deranged psycho you're right hypothetically in this country let's say there's some deranged psycho who has access to a gun walks in oh look it's a school it's a gun free zone it's a school fucking fish in a barrel literally it's a shooting gallery yeah well gun gun laws will be passed and, and restricting people's access to guns will curb this just like how prohibition curbed people's access to booze? N- no. No, it won't. No. No. We also found out on hindsight that the federal government was giving a lot of these mobsters and alcohol, or a lot of these mobsters and criminals, the booze and the materials to make booze. They were effectively the suppliers in some circumstances. They also poisoned uh, a lot of alcohol that was served. So I would imagine the government in that situation of a like, less hypothetical firearm ban across the country uh, this, I know this is completely off the topic. They would probably supply people with firearms, Fast and Furious style in this country. Uh, if you know what Fast and Furious is, it's when Obama, he, I swear to God, look into this, it's as retarded as it sounds, thought the good, a good way to curb cartel gun violence on the border would be to smuggle millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of firearms to the cartels in the dead of night a few times actually, quite a few times they wanted it for months uh, and lo and behold they didn't curb cartel violence, if anything it made it worse, like statistically so uh, I-, I could see the federal government easily putting out like also putting out like dummy guns too, they just how they poisoned wine and alcohol during prohibition I could see them, you know, putting out fucking dud guns that are gonna explode in people's hands and or just be a lot more dangerous on the streets to begin with There's no way around having gun control installed as my walk-around TLDR point where it doesn't backfire dramatically against the very people who it's designed to protect, on paper at least. Because, let's face it, ultimately, the long-standing rule, just like how it was back in the day, the only way you could fight off a a fucking talented fighter coming to your, you know, fucking little village of fucking... Post Neanderthalic ancestors and whatnot come into the village, and start shit. You had to have that bigger guy come and beat his ass and protect your village. And then the only way to beat the next guy who had a sword was if you had a guy with a sword. And it would have also the point where the only way to beat one guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. I know it's a stereotypical fucking answer, but so TLDR again: When Dewine passed Bill 99, being the only governor in the entire fucking country to take action in order to protect kids in schools by allowing teachers to exercise their constitutional second amendment which by the way any law or regulation against the second amendment is an infringement by definition of the, def- the you know shall not be you know infringed but it just showed it showed something that i had just hadn't seen from any governors and i looked at people like Mark, like uh de i'm like oh well, he's surely gonna do something like this right no no action on the two-way whatsoever DeWine was the only one to say, yeah, you should be be absolutely allowed to carry firearms in school. So I gave him a lot of credit in my book. And he's usually a us that's kind of low. You know, if he comes up and he does anything, it's usually, you know, something mundane. A tax cut, you know, some new highway repair shit. You know, either does nothing or when he does finally do something, it's pretty good. You know, he was addressing some woke, uh, you know, uh, C- uh, bleh, CRT in schools and shit. He was, he was addressing that. And then I give him a lot of credit for that too, but this this shit with the train derailment has completely destroyed every bit of positive credit I could give this jackass. And I I really, I don't know, I regret the nice things I said about him. Because it seems like more and more as time goes on. Sure, yes, he is saying, hey, Biden, where's that fucking, you know, FEMA? Where, where's my, where's the, you know, the response to protect, you know, the citizens of Ohio? Absolutely. Fair. Good. You should be calling it out. Second, all though, you have a Department of Transportation. These railways have been you know, well-recorded re- re- to be out of whack for many for fucking years. Like, this has been a well-known issue. And there was n- not really any effort put in to fix it. So, you know, ultimately, it seems like there was a, this whole thing is just highlighting something about DeWine's shortcomings that a lot of people wouldn't have been aware of otherwise. And to give the devil his due, perhaps DeWine wouldn't have been aware of his shortcomings here either way, but this is absolute corruption. Right, now, sure, perhaps perhaps, well, they just gave him the money, what he does with it isn't, uh, you know, isn't reflective of the company or any corruption, you know, just like, you know, maybe, hypothetically, let's say the Koch brothers funded, for some fucking reason, Ron Paul runs for president, I'd be fucking morally obligated to vote for the guy, so, Ron Paul runs for president and the Koch brothers fund him, I'd still be like, alright, I don't care, they just threw their money at some guy who's gonna pass legislation that's gonna fuck you know, screw the Coke brothers over six weeks from Sunday. It's not who gives the money, it's what the person who gets the money does with it. Sure. But there, this this whole situation from being like, oh yeah, no, I knew nothing about the fucking controlled burn to being like, yeah, I knew everything about the controlled burn and got, you know, it's controlled to, oh yeah, it's only, it's blowing that way. It won't be that big of a deal to, so, oh yeah, it's, it's totally a big deal. Hey, Biden, come give us a hand. It's just not been a great look and, and, and it's crippled my fucking opinion of Mike DeWine. And it's a shame, too. I, I've been ranting for fucking eight and a half goddamn minutes about this. Let's get into the goddamn story, shall we? Almost exactly a month before that. Maximum $10,000 to help bankroll DeWine's inaugural festivities. Which, you know, would lead me to assume they also funded this campaign quite a bit, too. Let's get into the article over here from... Oh, and just show down here. High factuality. The thing is, I like Political Wire. The thing is, they're always like one little paragraph anyway. So let's go here. We'll have more information. This is a local affiliate. Let me back up the mic a little bit. Sorry. Norfolk Southern, oops, there we go. Norfolk Southern piled Ohio politicians with campaign cash, extensive and extensive lobbying by Daryl Rowland, Monday, February twentieth, twenty twenty-three, Columbus, Ohio. Almost exactly a month before a Norfolk Southern train derailed and spewed hazardous materials in eastern Ohio. Jesus. The company gave the maximum $10,000 to help bankroll Mike DeWine's inaugural festivities, a six on. Wait, a six on your side examination of the record shows this contribution, which in part of a twenty nine thousand dollars, the wait, which is part of the twenty nine thousand dollars. The Virginia based corporation has contributed to DeWine's political fund since he first ran for governor in twenty eighteen is merely one piece of an extensive ongoing effort to influence statewide officials and Ohio lawmakers. By the way, this is W.X. W.S.Y.X.'s. Uh, Outlet, a local ABC affiliate. Don't remember if I actually said that or not. In all, the railway company has contributed about $98,000 during the past six years to Ohio statewide and legislative candidates according to the data from a secretary of state. Virtually all went to Republicans, although North Southern has hedged its support for DeWine in 2018 with A three thousand dollar check to Democratic gubernatorial candidate uh, Richard Cordray. Cordray. Now. That means they have been spewing the maximum amount of money they could to as many politicians in, and officials in Ohio as possible. I have to assume this is going on in other states as well. I haven't looked into it. This that It was literally just on the front page of uh, Ground News when I hopped over to it. So I gave the I gave the political wire cursory little little gleam before I hopped into this one. Yeah, this is a real fuck situation. Uh, now, again, again, like I said earlier... Just because, you know, the politician received the money doesn't necessarily mean they're as shady as the person who gave them the money. Sure, absolutely, I'm willing to humor that argument. You know, no no, no worries. But... And, yeah, it does make sense that, you know, a, a railway company or an oil company or... Yeah, I don't know what's going on lately. Uh, my, I think the servers my shit's connected to and my application's run off of is going down because it's not on my end i i i do checks my my system's running fine a little on the hot side but it's a 2009 mac so you know of course it's gonna be running a little bit on the hotter side for its credit does amazing work for how fucking old it is uh but yeah sorry my thing cut off in addition in addition the company filed... Let me see. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what I was saying. I had to relaunch everything. Oh, well. In addition, the company filed more than 200 state-required quarterly reports disclosing lobbying of state officials or legislators in the same period. Oh, yeah, I remember now. Because uh, the, the GOP tends to be, on average, a lot more supportive of fracking and oil, uh, natural fuels, uh, uh, fossil, uh, fossil fuels as well, the, the GOP just tends to support both the mining and resourcing behind these, uh, methods of fuel, and I do as well, I think the fusion is, I think the future is fission, uh, and I root for it, I mean, we just corrected a few, like, about this time last year, so, we top of that, you know, a, but, ultimately, that kind of support is why you get a lot of these companies when they throw a lot of money behind uh, GOP reps. So I'm just saying, full, full defense here, maybe it's not as shady as it seems on the surface, but again, with the lack of action and DeWine definitely not acting to the full extent of his capabilities as a governor by any fucking measure, I have to wonder, man, is there some fucking deeper cr- corruption here? Some, you know, shakiness some dirty hands, because this is fucked up. It's sort of like, uh, so in Flint, fun fact, a lot of people don't know about this. In Flint, uh, after the buyout, uh, you know, the government bails out, bailouts, sorry, did I say buyout? Ha 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 ha. So after the buyouts, uh, when GM, be- when General Motors turned into government motors, it switched its water supplies from the Flint water from where Flint sources water to the Detroit waterways. and it was a bit of a weird thing you know i was like oh why well, who did that that's interesting. And then within about four or five months, the Flint pipeline situation popped off. if you uh, if you want it's a bit of a fucking read it will be in the description below but yeah no. And that means that the Obama administration had full fucking advance knowledge that this was going to happen. And again, the railways in Ohio have been fucked for years. Years and years and years and years. Like, there have been complaints about this dating back to, like, 1990, was the oldest I saw. But I saw that on, I think, maybe it was the Quarter or, uh, or maybe a Jimmy Door video. Somebody pulled it up. I can't remember offhand who it is. Maybe its maybe it may have been Krigler. But. And you know I'm from Michigan, right? I say I I, I say in the Maho area because I, I I spend a lot of I, I spend a lot of my week part of my week in Ohio and a large part of my week in Michigan. I also tend to bounce to Illinois too. Like I'm all over the place. Side note: I didn't end up getting to DC like I wanted to, so I missed that uh, anti-Ukrainian war protest. Um, oh well. I wanted to film it, didn't get out there. Transportation fell through, but I am working on getting out to Flint. Or, not Oops, I'm working to uh, get out to East Palestine. Hopefully, I'll get the footage up and film and everything I'll record and organize and up for uh, or by Monday. However, I, I can't, you know, the roads in Ohio are phenomenal. They're smooth as hell. You cross the border from Michigan to Ohio, you feel the fucking difference. But the railways are just shit so is is that all the pictures with the railways before it happened and even after it happened those railways look pretty straight like there's some I don't know the whole thing's been kind of weird and I still like I've been reporting on this since it first happened and I'm just sitting here I still am so I don't know there's a lot of questions that remain unanswered and while people are like oh you know Joe Biden his administration are taking no action true absolutely there's a lot of really sketchy shit with the company itself going on that people are just kind of overlooking. And I'm going to do my best to talk about it, but, you know, I got to make sure my information's as accurate as possible before I get on the mic and just start blasting off, you know? I don't want to just say that put you know, turning the fucking frogs gay. I mean, the frogs are fucking gay, but just different. In addition, the company filed more than 200 state-required quarterly lobbying. A total of 39 of those public, uh, public disclosures showed that DeWine or another or another statewide official was the lobbyist target, while another 167 were aimed at state lawmakers. Most of the, of the disclosure attempts were were the main you know, receipts for donations from Norfolk to different uh, Michigan representatives, senator, congressman and governor. Most of the disclosed attempts to influence Ohio leaders came on generic rail or transportation issues. Some efforts, however, were devoted to defeating legislation that would have established a tougher safety standard for the rail yards and train operations. On the ground in East Palestine, our first look at the derailment site, crash and burnt visible, funky smell in the air. Uh, burnt cars are visible, and a funky smell in the air. Oh, I bet. Uh, Years of killing Ohio bills designed to make the railroad safer, gaining special attention from Norfolk Southern was a bipartisan measure introduced in two consecutive legislation sessions, which would have required a minimum of two-person crews on freight trains pushed by advocates as a safety measure. Which the size of the crew has not publicly emerged as a factor in East Palestine derailment, the uh, ardent the ardent opposition of Norfolk Southern to the provision, which is so weird. Why would you not want extra safety and thrills to get fixed up? It's wild. I'm sure, okay, so, sitting back, I'm sure there's maybe some typing on the paper. All these bills and policies tend to have some weird little fuckery with them. Perhaps that's what it is. Again, I'm not as knowledgeable, necessarily, as I am on a lot of other topics I report on. This is some new information that just came out. Why they fully support them, why they're against this. I haven't, of course, had time to look into this bill, or see why people were were not against it. I will look into it and report on that when I get to it. Because I have another episode about the east palestine train derailment coming out um i don't know just uh very interesting so perhaps there was something in, in the legislation that was weird in the company and the company didn't want any part of it who knows but again this just on the surface it smells very fucking fishy get special attention two-person crews maybe because they have to pay another person which again mm-hmm. While well, size of the crew has not publicly emerged as a factor in East Palestine's derailment, the adroit op- opposition of Norfolk Southern to the provision and other opposed rail safety measures underscores the company's strong efforts to avoid additional regulations. A little-known political fund gives the wine donors like the AEP another shot at influence. In early 2021, lobbyists made their case to the office of the Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost against the two-person crew mandate. The bill would have required the attorney general, at the request of the Public Utilities Commission, to bring a civil action against rail uh, against railroads that violate the law. The penalties would have ranged from a possible one thousand dollars fine, thousand dollar for the first violation, to as much as ten thousand dollars for a third violation within three years of the first. There is no indication Yost did anything. And he is now threatening to sue the railway, the railroad over East Palestine's derailment per a letter obtained by six on your side. Again, six on your side being the ABC uh, local Ohio affiliate this is. There is no indication you'll anything. Read that. Let's, uh, let's give a little read here, shall we? A letter to Dave, uh, Dave Yost, Ohio Attorney General. February 15th, 2023, via overnight delivery. Alan Shaw, President and CEO of Norfolk Southern Corporation, 650, address is irrelevant if you want, you can look it up yourself, Uh, re, notice of intern to sue and notice to uh, request to preserve records. Dear Mr. Shaw, you are hereby notified that... The office is considering litigation against Norfolk Southern Cor- uh, Corporation under any statutory and common law authority in connection with the East Palestine Ohio derailment. Should I receive the li- uh, the litigation referral from the Ohio Environmental Protection Agency, Ohio Department of Natural Resources, or any other Ohio agency, my office will also pursue all remedies available under the law. I may seek injunctive and equitable relief damages and or civil penalties, costs and fees, and other relief in court may deem proper. After Norfolk Southern train derailment, the company caused the release of hazardous materials into the air and surface and ground waters in and around East Palestine. The pollution which continues to contaminate the area around East Palestine can create a nuisance. Damage to natural resources and caused, her envi- and caused environmental harm. Local residents and Ohio waters have been damaged as a result, at least there's a finally a government official admitting it and talking about it. The federal government's been acting like there's nothing sketchy here whatsoever. Please note that Norfolk Southern is under a legal obligation to preserve all information potentially relevant to the impending litigation. I ask... Oh... I ask that any information is preserved and is not destroyed, altered, deleted, or lost. The records of of all current and former employees of Norfolk uh, Southern and its contractors pertaining to the railment pollution, and the causes of the pollution must be preserved. Interesting. Does that mean they think people may have quit to protect themselves? I mean, it's not the most out there thought, I guess. To the extent Norfolk Southern is willing to engage in discussion to amicably resolve this matter, please direct your legal counsel to contact Deputy Attorney General Jonathan Fulkerson at uh, at JonathanFulkerson.gov. Signed, Dave Yost. Alright, Dave, let's get back into this. In the end, however, the the lobbying effort was a success. While neither measure passed, the later version got five hearings in 2021 in the House Transportation and Public Safety Committee. Republican co-sponsor Brett Hillier of uh, Uhrichsville, my apologies, has said at the time that the bill contained quote railroad safety measures that are long overdue and critical not only for industry, but for the communities that are impacted by the railroads. At least somebody's calling them out. again. still quote, Railroads are a very important part of com- of uh, commerce. But if you start thinking about what's carried on the rail car, what kind of havoc that could be wrecked on your districts and your communities? Hillier said, quote, I think it is a common sense solution to require a two-man train crew yeah i mean it seems logical on the surface but i guess it would also i guess it would i, I mean i always assume that there was a more than one employee on the train you know but i guess it's just me maybe it would make more sense based on the size of the train i don't know it, it definitely feels like there should be more than one person on, on these trains democratic co-sponsor michael uh I, honestly i'm everything i'm like wait I, I don't like dealing with people, so I could have just been a train conductor for all these years, and I could have just been most likely by myself. You're shitting me. Democratic co-sponsor Michael she, uh, she, she 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 of suburban Toledo, who spent 40 years in the rail in the rail industry, said the proposal would provide needed rules to protect Ohioans and assure safety for both the public and a railroad worker alike. He left office at the end of 2022. But Randy Ngo, Assist Vice President, Assistant Vice President of the Regulatory Affairs for Norfolk Southern, told the House Committee that Federal Railroad Administration data, quote, does not establish that one-person operations are less safe than multiple-person train crews. Besides, he added, quote, Ohio lawmakers have no right to take up safety issues preempt, uh, preempted by federal law. Uh, I would argue that states' rights should overpower federal law and rights, but I will ultimately say that, unfortunately, due to current situations, he is right. And again, not that I'm fucking thrilled about it. Both CSX and the Ohio Chamber of Commerce joined Norfolk Southern in opposing the minimum crew mandate. Quote, Ohio's business climate, ow, would be negatively impacted by legislation such as HB House Bill 186 because he added regulations that would increase the cost of doing business in the Buckeye State and would interfere with the employment relationship between employers and their employees. Kevin Schimp, the Chamber's Director of Labor and Legal Affairs, said. The spokesperson for Governor Wine says campaign contributions have no effect on his decisions. The governor indicated last week that the state likely would sue if Norfolk does not uphold its commitment to pay for damages and the cleanup effort. Norfolk Southern describes the, yeah, but should at least file the paperwork just so they have it there knowing that you add a flip at the switch and a drop of the hat and a clink of the spoon, you're willing to do it. Norfolk Southern describes its criteria for campaign donations on its own website saying, We make political contributions when we determine them to be in the best interest of the corporations. All political spending reflects the railroad's interest and not those of individual officers or directors. Okay, well, I mean, uh, that's kind of a wild statement because... If you're vo- if, the industry, if the company itself is voting, then or, or funding people. That means the board of directors agrees with whatever the politician or the candidate is saying. Would you know is, is saying help would help them? Mean they agree with a certain candidate? Mean they do that support that candidate? And it does in fact ref- reflect their opinions because I don't know they're the ones agreeing to, to fund these people. The company also disclosed on its website that it spent three or 4.36 million dollars on lobby nationwide in 2021, Ohio federal lawmakers demand answers. Why drop the bucket for FTX. Answers from both the railroad and the regulators. The railroad president and CEO Alan Shaw visited East Palestine on Saturday. He pledged, "Quote, we are here and will stay here for as long." As it takes to ensure your safety and to help East Palestine recover and thrive, lawmakers are now scrambling to make sure the railroad is held accountable. The House Homeland Security Committee is scheduled to hear, quote, information, informal testimonies Wednesday from Karen Hewley, Assistant Director of the Ohio Department of Public Safety and John Esterly, Chairman of the Ohio State Legislative Board and the Brotherhood of Locomotive Engineers. Whew. In Washington, State Commerce Committee Chairman Maria Chantwell is seeking detailed information about Norfolk Southern over the past five years. The Democrat from the state of Washington noted that large railroads, quote, have cut their workforce by nearly one-third, shuttering railroads where railcars are traditionally inspected and are running longer and heavier trains. Thousands. Of trains carrying hazardous materials, like the one derailed in Ohio, travel through the communities throughout the nation each day. The railroad safety was the centerpiece of the letter Thursday from U.S. Sen- uh, Senator Sharon Brown and J.D. Vance, J. D. of Ohio, plus both of Pennsylvania senators to Jennifer L. Homedy, Homedy. Chair of the National Transp- Transportation Safety Board, the bipartisan uh, quartet wanted to know the, uh, wanted to know how to reclassify trains, "Quote: There are clearly dangerous, dangerous like cl- there are clearly dangers like those which derailed the derailed in e- East Palestine into a higher federal category, so that." Uh, so that notice goes to state through which they can travel the senators also wondered quote are, all, are us railroads and shipping invest, investing uh, su- uh sufficiently into maintaining the rail cars and tracks used by trains to transport hazardous material it has been reported that uh the seven class budget or uh, biggest railroads the seven class I-Biggest Railroads in the U.S. spent more than $114 billion on stock buybacks and cash distributions, and paid more than $77 billion in dividends between 2010 and 2021, the amount that significantly exceeded the $138 billion spent on their infrastructure during that period. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jennifer Homedy tweets here from February 16th. That leads me to my point. Anyone speculating about what happened didn't... What happened, didn't happen, or should have happened is misleading a suffering community. Please stop spreading misinformation. For example, some are saying that the ECP, electronically controlled uh, pneumatic brake rule, if implemented, would have uh, prevented this derailment. False. Here's why. Anyway... Corporate campaign contributions pay off, critics say. Union members, who vocally supported the past legislative attempts to increase rail safety, are especially outspoken after the derailment. Quote, Well, of course, there's a grievance to be had. Just this time, I agree with the grievance. Quote, Even as the trains have gotten derailed, have gotten longer, the workforce supporting them has gotten smaller. All of this is done by rail corporations in pursuit of lower, uh, lower operation costs, Higher profits and a better return for shareholders, like uh, shareholders, said Jeremy Ferguson, transportation D- uh, division president of the Sheet Material Air Rail Transportation Union, based near Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland sucks. No offense. I actually I, 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 I own all the offense. The bottom line of such of such difference to operating r- uh, ratios over safety do you mean railroads over safety conditions quote has led us to the point where fewer railroads with less training are taking longer trains made up of more hazardous materials down tracks with more wear and tear as the heartbreaking images from east palestine show oh give me one second i need to grab a drink real quick they're discontinuing these um these monster hydro energy waters. I got the uh, tropical thunder here. I'm drinking the blue ice one. Tropical thunder is my favorite. The blue ice one's a little wonky. I don't really like it. Ah, uh, I was getting a little dry in the back of my throat from all that reading. Ooh, uh, I'm not a big fan of this. It tastes like that. Uh, any of my uh, elder. What? What the fuck would you call me? Uh. Anyway, the oldest of Gen Z out there would probably remember that uh, Inspector Blue kids Listerine shit. You know, you squeeze the bottle, fill a little shot glass, you rinse your mouth with it. it, would turn all the little food bits in your teeth blue, so you knew where to brush extra hard. It tastes like that, and I really don't like it. But I bought it. I'm tired as hell. I I worked. Ah, dude, I was up late. Mm. But, but I don't know. I I, I had one of these a long time ago, I thought they tasted fucking terrible. I know this is off track, but I'm giving my eyes a quick little break. And I just like shooting shit with you guys. Uh, Some of you have followed me on different social media sites, and we've, you know, kicked it a little bit. Uh, So, I will say, Benton Cool been cool. Uh, you're this far into the podcast. I, I assume you're actually interested in the content. So maybe I'm either annoying you or you're enjoying this little levity for a second, just while I have a couple little swigs here. Ooh.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. Uh, ultimately, yeah, I, I get why these monster hydros are going out. out uh, are going out and being discontinued, or at least Speedway claims are being discontinued. Fuck if I know. Anyway, the bottom line of such a different uh, recipe, uh, ratios over different conditions has led us to the point where fewer railroads with less training are taking longer trains made up of more hazardous materials down tracks with more wear and tear. As the heartbreaking images from East Palestine show, this is a recipe for more catastrophic con- consequences. The liberal non-profit Progress Ohio pointing to Norfolk Southern's expensive record of trying to influence state decision lawmakers drew a parallel between those completely legal efforts and the illegal activities testified about in ongoing federal corruption cases quote as the trial of former House Speaker Larry House Larry ha- So wait, former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder so House Speaker Householder okay And energy first has shown us the organization said in a statement, quote, corporation, uh, corporate giving, the uh, giving to champions occasionally comes with a clear expectation of favorable policy outcomes. And in Ohio, Norfolk Southern got what it wanted. And that brings us to the end of this article and the end of this episode. Yeah, a lot to consider here. And we'll see what uh, comes of this investigation. I had to get into a record because all of a sudden, now that a certain, uh, you know, now that a certain someone has decided that they were going to go over to, uh, <laughs> over to, uh, East Palestine, Ohio, all of a sudden, Buttigieg, Biden, and FEMA are suddenly rushing to house defense too. Huh. Jeez. I wonder what happened. Uh, and that's what I'll, what I'll be recording about next time. So that being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I'm your host James Madison, and I shall catch you guys later. If there's any information you think I missed or you want to add to the story, please leave uh, the comment and a link to the story or your source in the comments below. All resources used in this episode will be in the description below, and I look forward to having a conversation with you guys in the comments below. Until next time, deuce.
0: is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem.